I left my dad's coat at a show. The sound man found it, don't you know? <laughs> it took a while for me to get it back, but we stayed in touch and made each other laugh. And then we found a date that fit me. We recorded it in a hotel. That's how the blue coat diary. heavy if you're listening to this which is what normal people do and not watching it on youtube i just held up some... yeah, not watching on youtube you weirdos looking at this right now yeah get off the <laughs> channel some crisps some walkers right. crisps and some diet coke. i'd love to tell you mark that they were sent in on the back they of the podcast were they? but they weren't my wife bought them that was a pitch that was yeah. a pitch right there i can't believe you'd set up a visual gag i, I had no idea you caught me off guard. If I'd have known, I would have got the box of Yorkshire tea that I got bought downstairs earlier. Probably get some sound kit, you know, get some get some expensive stuff on the go. One day when it happens, yeah. can you imagine how excited we're going to be when we actually get something for free, even if it's like a pencil? Well, did I did I tell you about the podcasts that I'd I'd been helping with? Oh, it was for skateboards. Yeah, yeah, great skateboard come well skateboard reseller in in derby called uh roller snakes my mate yep. of mine works there and he does a podcast they got a podcast and they've got like they've got quite a cool little studio thing with four mics and a background all right, all right, it's all, all right, real all right. joe rogan shit you know and um i helped them with some some fixing some audio problems and uh but they got ninja fryers on the go mate what's the that? air fryer people oh you know the posh 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 air fryer what's that got to do with skateboarding Absolutely nothing. But they got one to give away. How and I don't know if it? they got more. Well, they, they they contacted Ninja and said, look, do you want to sponsor a segment? And I said, oh, we'll send you an air fryer to give away. So, uh, well, you do that. I mean, Toby's a big air fryer fan. I mean, we, we're going to, I mean, I think he's getting a name for himself. He's going to be air fryer Toby, like, you know, can you, before you know it. Can you ask if we can have one? I mean, I think they've Go got on. more viewers than us by... A little bit. Well, you're so, in charge so of the YouTube channel, so it's your fault, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> like a week. <laughs> people have been watching. Several, several people watched. Well, if you're watching, hello, there's a way for you. If you're listening, mm. like a normal podcast person, <laughs> just, just. I think we should have a bit of rivalry. Yeah, There's got a rivalry going between people that watch it and people that listen to it. Like, try and get two camps. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Team visual and uh, and yeah. team ears. Yeah. Well, I can tell yeah. from the numbers that the people listening are mob-handed. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, yeah it's doing well. Yeah, I'm quite pleased because I've been looking at the numbers and we're back up to where we were before we came off the Dizzy Heights holiday. Yeah. And <laughs> we're doing the pod in a new way. So clearly we've not put people off. Maybe we've even got more people coming along. I don't know. We're going to build it though. Aren't we? Yeah. When you say holiday, do you mean running around in terror wondering if we're actually going to get all of this stuff done? Yeah. Yeah. A holiday from that. Now... The same thing that we've got coming up for the next three weeks, except we're going to keep doing the pod. <laughs> I meant the break in podcast when I, when yeah, I said holiday. Yeah. Not any yeah. kind of actual holiday. <laughs> but just no break. I'm going to tell you about where I've been. 
All right. right. I've made some notes for you, and I want you to give me your thoughts on the following things. First thing is, last week on the Thursday, I went to a lovely place called Gosport. Do you know where that is? It's on the south coast. Yes. Uh, you see, this is easy for me because I, when I was oh, very you're small, from I used to live Gosport. <laughs> no, I well not. For, I, I used to live in a place called Romsey, which okay. is sort of a little bit north of Southampton. And then later on, when I was a teenager, I lived on the Isle of Wight, and it's all they're all the coastal. Yeah, I reckon Isle of Wight is pretty much opposite where I was. Yeah. Yeah, it's opposite Southampton, Portsmouth, Gosport, all that. Yeah, and I did this show at this great gig at this great venue with a guy that got on stage called Vernon. I mean, uh, he was really funny, but also what a great name! I don't think I've ever met anyone in real life called Vernon before. The only Vernon I can actually think of is Vernon K. That's like literally the only one. That is the joke I made on stage yeah. as well. Yeah, well, there's gold. not. There isn't another one, is there? Anyway, the thing I wanted to tell you about, the gig was yeah. great, was before I did that gig, right, I did this uh -huh. thing where I went on Facebook and I said where I was heading out to for the weekend, much like we do on the podcast. Right. And I wrote something like Gosport Thursday in brackets, sold out, capital mm -hmm. letters that was, sold out. And then I wrote the other right. things I was doing. And then later on, I checked it back. And it had loads of action, this post. It had a whole bunch of, you can look at it, it's on my Facebook, but it had a whole load of posts underneath comments, right? But it was so weird. When I was reading down them, I started to notice a bit of a pattern. So this is why I'm bringing it to you to see if you can detect it. Detective it. Tell me what it means. Basically, I'm just getting the keys to my mind palace now, Johnny. <laughs> basically, lots of different accounts were saying, Oh, I can't get to the gig anymore. So I've got four tickets for sale. If anybody wants to buy them, like, please get in touch. Then the next post from a different account would say, oh, my wife's double booked us tonight and we've got four tickets for sale. And it was like quite a few, like maybe eight, something like that, of different accounts saying, I've got four tickets. If anybody wants them, let me know. And it was always four. And I thought, is this a scam? I mean, it sounds like a scam. What would the scam be that you're going to somehow send money to that person and they haven't got any tickets? Because I wondered if they're looking out for people posting that something's sold out and then they're jumping on it with all these fake accounts. Right, so they're buying, they're, they're jumping on. Yeah. Because uh, the gig was full. Yeah. There wasn't, the gig, there wasn't just a hole with four, four there wasn't seats loads just of, in the middle. There wasn't four-seat <laughs> spaces as I looked out and went, oh, it's just me. It's nothing to do with the scam. No, it's full. So, so this that, crowd looks like they're shit at Tetris, you know. <laughs> I just thought, <laughs> is that a thing? I've never come across it before, but maybe it is. Maybe if you're listening and you've experienced it, you could let me know. I was even thinking, Mark, that you could set a trap. You could go on and say mm. something like, I'm really sorry, but we sold out tonight at the Mark Carver fondue <laughs> night. Disappointathon. <laughs> yeah, and then... <laughs> <laughs> see if anybody started to do the four ticket thing underneath it <laughs> you know like something doesn't even exist i know i mean the the concept of somebody um buying tickets to a fondue party hosted by me is is pretty out there it's got a ring to it now i've said it 
Yeah. It's it's again like one of those celebrity auctions where you win like a, a weekend potholing in, in, in Chepstow with Zena Badawi or something like that. There's it always is. there's always got one of these ridiculous charity auction prizes. Would you be willing to do that though for me? To, to what, test fondue? It? No, just go on your Facebook, <laughs> announce that something's sold out that doesn't exist that you're doing, right? And then put it up there and see if anybody I think does it. The problem you've got here is that you are a you, you're more of a public figure than me, Johnny. I didn't know what was coming there when you said that. You are a <laughs> well, gap, that too. You were going to say but, wanker. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, if I post that, there's nobody looking at my personal Facebook page to see if something that I'm doing has got. Any I know what you're movement saying, because, around it because so I've I, got a page rather than an account. Exactly, and Will I think that's then? where. Can you do this? Do, 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 do. Can you look into it for me for next pod? Boo boo. Uh, yes. Can I get a dog and a girl with that. a really cool book <laughs> that's like a laptop before laptops were invented? Have you got a niece who's got a dog who can solve this for me, and then you take the credit on the next pod? <laughs> <laughs> sure that's what used to happen yeah he basically. used to just take the credit at the end and it was always them the man the man was an idiot i just can't believe after weeks of it that they didn't think you know what i've had enough of this i'm just going to let people know that we're solving all this shit it's one of those isn't it and it went on for quite some time it and, did and you know and it's kind of like you knew what the plot was going to be and i did like the bloke who was like uh how was he he's like i'll get you next time gadgets Oh my God, the guy that the end. made for doing that. Yeah. He's called the Hooded Claw, and I'm pretty yeah. sure he's mentioned in that song, The Power of Love. Really? Yeah, Which of Power of Love? Because there's, there's three, isn't there? Not Back to the Future. Not Huey Lewis in the News? The slow he- one that was a Christmas number one, I think. Oh, was that? The lyric goes, I'll protect you from the Hooded Claw. <laughs> That's what he says. Okay. He also got Baron Greenback from Danger Mouse's vibes as well. Similar thing with a chair and you just see his hand. And He had a cat, didn't he? I think they mentioned Baron Greenback in The Fairy Tale of New York, just to come full circle on last week. <laughs> so, write in, everybody. If you can think of any uh, cartoon villains mentioned in songs, hit us up. Yeah, definitely let us know. And will you have a look at that for me for next pod and let me know if you find out anything. Find about... out about what the scams are. Well, I used yeah, to do a bit of... scam. I used to do a bit of um, sort of networks, computer security stuff back when I worked in the IT. And I, I don't know, there were some sort of offshoots of that. They might... People who might know about how these scams work. I would imagine... My first thought is it's just a touting thing. So it'll be bots touting for tickets. They see something, they buy them up and saying, I've got four tickets. So they're putting that up preemptively to see if anyone contacts them to buy them so then they can then buy the four tickets and they can judge how to, how much to inflate the price. Wow, I hadn't even thought of that. All right, well, so, look, let's, let's move on from this. But if you could have a bit of a dig... For next yeah, pod. I think that's that probably going to be... That would be awesome. Yeah, I've got um, loads of time this week, so yeah, I'll just... Well, that's what I thought, you need something to do uh, along with your child minding. 
and, and the other child. Is it child minding when you're looking after your own child? I'm not sure. No, it's it's it's. It, I think it's called parenting, Johnny. Oh yeah, parenting. That's what I meant. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't today. I'm just child minding my son. Friday, I went to Horsham to play a fundraiser at a football club. But listen to this. This is quite funny. The MC picked up on this, not me, but it made me laugh. He mm. asked if we were raising money for the football club on stage, and they said, yeah. And then he said, all right, does anyone here play for the football club? And no one did. And then he said, all right, who's come to support the football club for the fundraiser? And no one made any noise. And we realised that we were at a fundraiser for a football club at the football club place, like the, you know, their club. Right. With no one there supporting their own cause. I was like, what is that? Did how are they, how are they like, expected to raise money? Is this like the PTA thing where, like, somebody's just got hold of a load of tickets, flogged it through the school or something, and everyone just rocked up for a piss-up? I guess so, but normally at those you will get a load of parents on the on the lash. But this thing was so strange because I mean it was a perfectly fine gig. It was just a strange setup that we were raising money for the football club we were in, and there didn't literally no one there. cared. Yeah, <laughs> were they just selling like, it? Or did they just sell it as a gig with some comedians? Must have, done. It must have well, just I mean, been literally like a, a money making thing. But I just thought it was I just thought it was kind of mad it, that there was no one from the football was it just team. you on the bill or was there other people? No, there was a whole lineup. I was opening because I was shooting out the door because I went off then to Dorking to do a gig in the park. I played a lovely gig in the park. It was that day. It was Friday last week when it was so hot. I was but about to say, did you get wet? It was no, it was lovely. I will come on to getting wet in a minute. But I <laughs> had to race, not race through my set, but we were we were against the clock because the sun was going down and there were no lights mm. because we had a stage and a PA system, but there was no lighting onto the stage. So we were literally using the sun as our spotlight. Mm. And when I went on, it was just starting to go like behind the trees and stuff. So I was thinking, if I take too long here, if I make too much of a meal of this, by the end, they're just going to yeah. be listening. It'd be like the podcast. <laughs> just shouting into the abyss, John. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So did you make it? Did you, did you rush through the set? I got through it. It got did it make, it and it was fun. Did it make it, you fuck I, anything up trying to go too quick? No, I think my favourite moment was just, there was like a little moment where you got to picture it, me on stage, proper PA and stuff, big park, loads of people had come for the comedy. It wasn't just me again, it was like a whole bill and I was on last. And they had all brought like their chairs and they were, you know, sitting out on rugs and all that kind of thing. It was really cool. And then the thing that made me laugh was it was like three sort of, hoodie looking kind of teenagers just sort of probably doing nothing wrong but basically mm. kind of wandering through the park and they sort of stood at the back kind of watching it a bit like oh yeah what's this then kind of thing now normally in a park situation you haven't got a microphone so i probably wouldn't say anything but i was on stage in front of all these people and i saw that so i just thought it was a great opportunity to take the piss mm. and just said something about them hanging around in a park looking a bit dodgy kind of thing and it was it was just yeah. like a sort of nice moment where I thought normally you wouldn't get to do that with the power of being on yeah. stage with a mic and having an audience go with you kind of thing at least back at least back in my day we had some cheap cider to go uh, go along with it where's it was it all that where's your cider lads and all this well I think they probably were just having a good Friday night and you know yeah. just 
come over see what the noise was but yeah it was good it was next to a little skate park i could see some people were skateboarding and we beat the sun but i tell you what the next day i took the day off i mentioned this last week but next day we went to manchester to this thing called hacienda classical at know, castlefield yeah. bowl have you ever been to castlefield bowl that venue um i think so yeah Yes. So it's a really great venue. I've been once before to see Kylie there a while ago uh, with some friends that had some comps and we went and saw Kylie. Mm-hmm. And it was completely dry on that day. This day we went, it rained and rained and rained. And what do you think might happen if you're playing at a venue called the Castlefield Bowl and there's lots of water coming down? Let's think about those two things, water and a bowl. What could happen well, there? Is this is this a, a live thought experiment? And by thought experiment, we both come to the conclusion that the fucking thing that fills up with water. Let's just say it is generating <laughs> some mud, some puddles, some, some mud, yeah, and some mushy puddles. Yeah, you are on slopes. You know, it's yeah. a bowl. So <laughs> everyone just ended up on their asses every ten seconds. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> I gold. saw some amazing sights my favorite sight of the whole mm. night was bez came out at right his maracas and danced on stage called it yeah that yeah. was my that was my favorite thing you weren't expecting yeah. that were you that was a rug pull that i just did yeah there. my second favorite thing i saw was various people pissed and probably on other things as well it was hacienda classical uh-huh. and not young people here we're talking about we're talking about yeah. people who are reliving their youth this, who probably this, used to go to 40- 40 yeah. to 50 well, grand, isn't it? And the yeah. rest, I reckon. Wandering along, maybe clutching a few drinks, come back from the bar or something, and looking a bit pie-eyed and a bit, you know, going at a bit of an angle. You know when someone's walking yeah. a bit of a diagonal? Yeah. And I was with a bunch of people, and whenever we saw anyone that was looking like they were that way, one of us would sort of go, yeah, watch this lady or watch this guy or watch these yeah. two or whatever. Every now and again, someone yeah. basically sledged down... Castlefield Bolt, almost to the very oh, front. Did did you get any of those brilliant people? Because pissed people have this amazing thing where if they fall over and they're holding two pints like this. And save anyone, the drinks. Yeah, and they sort of fall down. They'll be on their face sliding backwards down a hill holding two pints. Just I did that make- the other day going up the stairs at home. I made such a mess of everything, <laughs> but I managed to put my laptop down on one stair and keep this cup of tea upright. But the tea just had gone everywhere by then. Yeah. Everything like that. Yeah. But yeah, one thing that happened was... A guy went down and then hit someone else, and they went, and it became. It was literally like two people going sledging. You know, when you sit in front of the other person, you you both in the same sledge. They, I might be joking. It's like a cartoon. They like he picked up someone on his accident. They're rowing a boat, were they? There was two of them by the end. So it's a wonderful thing to see in a really good night out, even though we yeah. got wet. And I'm. I thought we could make that the question this week. We want to know what is the funniest thing you've ever seen at a gig or festival can you think of anything decent mark Mate, where you've just ah uh, it's see, hard isn't it because so many this is like this is like netflix because there's too many dude i i i've seen i've seen some things have you seen any bands do anything like someone's tried to do that thing where they swing the guitar around their head and it comes back and twats them in the face yeah, or the, the strap lock fails and it just goes yeah. Or it just goes, yeah. yeah. They just basically throw their guitar. Yeah. Or the classic of someone going off the stage, not not judging how far it is to the front of the stage and doing some sort of strut around or leap yeah. break and just dropping off. 
I've seen people just misstep and just go, f- just face off, face first into into the pit in the front. You know, between. Have you ever fallen off stage? Uh, yeah, I turned it into a jump and landed it though. Wow, that sounds like absolute bullshit to me. Well, I was falling off backwards, and you know, you know when like I didn't like land flat. <laughs> I just kind of, just sort of, kind of turned it into a jump down, and then oh, okay, tried to jump so- back up again. Halfway yeah. down, you realised you were yeah. going and you managed to style it out. Seen, wow, that's impressive. I've seen loads of people fall over. I've seen people, you know, real squeaky bum moments where I can't... Various bands. I remember one climb, one band climbed on top of the festival tent that they were playing in. They were notorious oh for it. Oh, yeah. dear. And then, um, yeah, I've had people climbing all sorts of bits of trussing and bits of the interiors of buildings whilst performing. It's like, we are... That is... That is not covered by an insurance in any way, shape or form. And well, we'll get them in, right, yeah. from the listener. We want to know the funniest thing you've ever seen. I remember once I was doing this gig out to the troops. I think I was in yeah. Cyprus or something, and they used to show all these clips before the show just to sort of hype the audience up. And they were like YouTube clips. This was a while ago when when sort of viral stuff was a bit more of a thing. I mean, obviously it still happens, but it was like, you know, things get sent around on Facebook. Whatever. It was just a bit of a... It was a bit of a buzz wait, wait, about that so, back then. So you were getting sent out to like Akrotiri Air Base and stuff like that? Yeah, I've done loads of things like that, yeah. yeah. Okay. And before the show, they played like all these really funny clips off YouTube and stuff just to sort of get everybody in the mood before we did anything. Yeah. It was a good idea. It worked really, really well. More, more gigs should do it. But one of the clips they always used to show that got a massive laugh was it was like footage from a festival and it was basically a guy that was so out of it, like so stoned, that he was just washing his hands after going to the toilet, but he was washing them in the urinal. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. I've seen, seen that it, clip yeah. before. A guy with the little yellow piss, with the little oh, yellow piss puck using it as soap. <laughs> I think he's using it as soap. Yeah. So that's kind of the benchmark of thing. Isn't that like an interview? She's interviewing, isn't she? Isn't there a woman giving an interview and this guy's just it's in the background like washing his hands and him And he just has that sort of look on his face like he doesn't have a clue what's going on. He's just having an amazing festival. There's just... There's too many. There's like, I mean, have you ever done a gig with Mr. Blobby? Uh, no. <laughs> I have several times. And that is like backstage is like the, it's just carnage. It's just carnage everywhere. And that was some of the funnier things I've seen. And there's other things, there's technical things that the audience perhaps don't get. Like my mate Adam, when he was doing timmy mallet this is for like this kids festival thing um, oh i think you once briefly mentioned timmy mallet to me yeah well <laughs> you know, remember mallet's mallet yeah and he does that whole speech and you got to answer the first thing that comes to your head and he's got the yeah. big foam mallet well adam's doing the monitors on stage and he's got like the thing and his laptop wasn't quite set up for d- playing back you know like like we can I can just play back things like that here yeah. real quick. He had to kind of just do it through iTunes because he got given a, a memory stick at the last minute. But you know what it's like if you just, anyone who's got a MacBook, and you push the button and then it takes a second for it to spin up and then play and then you have to try and stop it and then get to a different sound. So he was trying to do all the sound effects for Mallet's Mallet <laughs> at that speed <laughs> off of iTunes and it just dude it was unreal like the sound effects were like two or three seconds out and I was just watching him of course the audience can't see the guy 
who's on side of stage doing Montreux and who's suddenly been told he's got to do all the sound effects off of a, a laptop that's not really built for it. And just the panic and like it, as it set in and the situation and the more it got out of time, the worse it got. And he, and just, <laughs> How and so, was Timmy Mallet? I mean, I think he just rolled with it. He was kind of great, but... Uh, backstage, I, I just had tears streaming down my face just watching. There's nothing better. There's nothing watching better your than colleague a in true purgatory. Yeah, yeah, and the, the people out front obviously can't see him, can't see what's going on. They're just like, what the f is going on? We'll accept those as well. We want the funniest thing you've ever seen at a gig, but we will include yeah. sound and tech malfunctions. Oh. Now, listen, if you've got one of those, and you must have a good one, everyone's been to some gigs and seen funny things, send them in to either my Johnny Awesome social media accounts or the blue coat diaries mm. i always do one post a week on facebook about what we're talking about and people tend to write underneath that anyway so that's a good place or any of the blue coat diaries social media outlets and talking of correspondence mark uh -huh. can we please have the jingle the correspond jingle as it's named here london tokyo and Penzance. we want your correspondence We've had some great ones in. We've had some great ones in. Last week, we were asking, have you ever found out anything surprising about your parents? Did you mm. think of any, Mark, over the week? Because last week, you Honestly, just were like, I need to think about it. I, I didn't. Um, I didn't think of any. Uh, because, um, yeah, it's been, as usual, it's been pretty non-stop. So, I've, yeah, I've not, I failed. I failed in my mission to find, think of something that, all I right, found well, out about my parents. Oh yeah, actually, I've just thought of one. Go on. Um, when we when I, when I was about sixteen, we moved out to the Netherlands for a bit, and okay. um, uh, one day I came home from school and I'm like, "What? Where are they? Oh, I'm and they 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 returned, and they'd caught the bus into town, and um, yeah." They were both high as balls. They thought they'd go. They thought they'd go into town to a coffee shop and came back giggling like schoolchildren. And, um, and that was like a one-off. I don't. I don't think. I. I don't know. If it was cake, it would have been going on for day. It, it, that just goes on forever. No. So that 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 kind of caught me off guard. I was like, I wasn't expecting that. No, neither was I. <laughs> well. Listen to these. I've picked three, right? I've picked three really good ones, and you can tell me what you think to these. The first one, surprising mm. things found out about your parents, is from Colin Diamond. And he said, my dad stole a Nazi flag from a German U-boat in World War II. Okay. What are your first thoughts on that before I give you any more information? Brilliant. But you've got to be careful who you show that to. You can't just have it up in, in your... In your um What's it? Your man shed at the bottom of the garden with the little bar in it. You can't exactly. just put that behind the bar, can you? Because people will very much get the wrong idea when it seems yeah, like it was I, quite the opposite. Yeah, it definitely was. I asked for a bit more info and he said at my dad's funeral in 85, I overheard <laughs> oh, one God, of his sorry, brothers asking if his first wife knew. And last week, for the first time, I met my half-sister. She said that when they dived on wrecks, they would bring back a souvenir. She said that her mum, my dad's first wife, had had the flag for years and eventually she burnt it. And there's an amazing photo of his dad as a diver, a black and white photo, 
on the Facebook page he's posted it on the thread. You'll see it there. Uh, Have a look after this. Right, Brilliant. yeah, I'll, I'll make sure you point that. I find that, and I'll uh, I'll put it up in the YouTube video because that's an amazing story. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. When you YouTube started video. with the funeral thing, and we're talking about flags, and they usually get draped on things, and I thought that is a very no, weird no, scenario. No, 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 no. I'm so glad this clear. story went in he a different direction, the right uh, side when it yeah, comes to absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he stole it as in a bit of like a, you know, fuck you. So wait, then, he stole it as a diver? Yeah, it his been dad stole a Nazi flag from a German U-boat in World War Two. Yeah, but I mean, it was already sunk. Yeah, because and he, he was a diver. When, yeah. when he says uh, here, last week for the first time I met my half-sister, and she right. said that when his dad dived on wrecks they'd try and bring back souvenirs they brought that back as a souvenir so they've obviously it was obviously a wreck yeah wow that that is that's a hell of a story man yeah 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 this one made me laugh bronya bennett said i once bought my mum and dad some chocolate body paint for christmas i mean that immediately raises a few questions i mean this is another red flag of a different kind altogether Welcome to the non-PC controversial podcast with me and Mark Carver, who are wondering why we don't get any sponsors. Let <laughs> me tell you the whole thing again. I once bought my mum and dad some chocolate body paint for Christmas. Okay, fair enough. You live your life how you want to live it. Fast forward to a few months later and I was in the staff room with a load of other staff members. My mum phoned me and I had my phone on loudspeaker. Mm-hmm. My dad came on the phone drunk and said, Bron, that body paint you got us was great. I woke up this morning thinking I was sleeping with two walnut whips. (laughs) (laughs) I've gone back in time on this one. It's like 1974. Every sentence just breeds more questions. She said, I nearly died of embarrassment. But she has posted it on the internet. So I she's mean, obviously got over it. It's also, a great story. Talking of dying of embarrassment, you've already bought your parents what is, you know, a fairly I mean, that's a, a, a fairly start, soft core sex aid for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean that's the first thing that caught my eye was I thought Mark would like that. He'll he'll be interested <laughs> in that. <laughs> I mean, if embarrassment's a problem for you, that is not a, a parental gift, is it? It's a, it's a good setup there because she buys something strange for her parents. Then she's got a phone on speaker in the staff room. I mean, it's like a sitcom, isn't it? It is. It is. It's it's sitcom, sitcom script stuff. Is that one? One more yeah. for you, mate. And this is a nice one to finish on. It's it's not it's not such a funny one, but it's a lovely one. Sue Williams said, "My dad saved his workmate's life. He stopped him from falling off a cooling tower they were working on. I didn't find this out until my dad's funeral." My dad was a British Sign Language user and he struggled to find work due to discrimination. But the man who nearly fell ended up having his own building company and he gave my dad a job for life. It's not a funny story, but it made me feel even more proud of him. It's a good one, that, isn't it? Wow. I'd love to know exactly what happened there. Well, you always do. You always want more detail. Yeah, yeah, because, I, I mean, it's like he nearly fell say, off a building. What's the setup to that? It's just like, were they climbing it? Were they like steeple jacks or something? I, I don't... 
Because it's a cooling tower. Say? Hang on a second. Cooling tower is yeah, like a big tower. massive chimney, isn't or it? Or she listens to the podcast, so if she wants to send us some more details, Please, then yeah. we, can, we can pick it up. Yeah. But there are some nice ones, aren't there? There's some That's nice, lovely. surprising things about your parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking about chocolate body paint, aren't you? I'm, I'm thinking about chocolate body paint and Nazis. I'm sorry. I can't help it. <laughs> There we go. Give that's the, that's the trailer excerpt for the for the episode. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Talking of chocolate body paint, just fire up the love jingle for a second. Oh, oh God. Woof. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. His name is Mark Carver, and he'd rather be playing video games than not the dating game. But it's time for love. It's time for chocolate body paint, Mark. <laughs> Don't ever say that I to me even again. Get it. I couldn't even get to the end of the line. No, there was no straight now, face ever happening there. Mark's love life is on pause at the moment. We all know that. We're on a season two pause. But he did go out on Saturday night for the first time in fucking yonks. And I just want to know, <laughs> first of all, on a, on, a, on a mate's note, did you have a good time? But also, any news, any action? Did you chat to anybody? Was there anything happening? Um, no, no, no love news, really. I did have a good time, probably too good. much of a, a good time. Um, you were absolutely hammered, weren't you? Honestly, right, I, I'm re- reasonably proud of myself because back in the day, working in venues and rock and roll and being a young young man, um, yeah. I did imbibe quite a lot of beer and I, and I often didn't have to pay for any of it mm-hmm. um as i got older and the hangovers grew worse and my work became more professionally traveling around and when you have a kid and you don't leave the house for four years because of that um it uh i, I, I just don't drink much i i yeah. have like a like lot i've had this i bought eight cans of guinness about two months ago and they're still free in the fridge so i went out and where I went was tidying with uh, our, our compatriots at, at, um, at Roller Snakes Skateboard Place. It's the, And they were hosting a party for um, it's 25 years of Death Skateboards, which is a skateboard okay. company. And they had like some pros and amateur skateboarders and locals and just everyone was having a big skate jam out in this little, there's a little tiny skate park out the front of the shop. And uh, so the... The guys who host the podcast were doing some stuff on the mic and giving out prizes and all this sort of stuff and give, throwing. So it was great. But there was no booze on site, you know, and there's a, but there is a garage that, you know, 24 hour garage that does, you know. Now we're talking. Yeah. So they, the selection was limited and I ended up with um, four cans of Stella, which is something I would never, Whoa. never choose. That would never be, you know, choice number one. That's not. That's How not. many of those four cans of Stella are left in that fridge? Well, no, I drank all four of them at the actual skate demo party thing. Yeah. Because um, it was sunny and we were outside and it was hot. And the th- this this thing started at five in the afternoon, by the way. Wow. Okay. Wow. So when we finished that up, I don't really know what time it was. Someone there gave me and some of the guys from there... A lift into town to my mate's pub um 
next to where my old warehouse used to be, weirdly, in town, in Derby. And then I proceeded to drink another three or four pints. And then everyone else went home. And then I went to a venue around the corner that I used to work at. And I don't think I saw anyone. I know that. And at this point, it gets very difficult to remember what happened. I went and spoke to the DJ and gave him a hug because he's a lovely man. Shout out Chris EP if you're listening, mate. Um, he, he's a real character. Anyway, I, I, I think I had a drink there. And I'd, I I was staying in the spare room with my parents. So I, I obviously got some food on the way home. Yeah. Some kebab meat and chips something. And, and then the next night I woke up and there was like this lovely cereal bowl full of kebab meat and chips next to me. And I'm thinking, what's going on? <laughs> and... I just hear the, my my dad very disgruntled that his cereal bowl was missing, and uh, <laughs> he's got a favourite cereal bowl. And yeah, he it with kebab and meat. well, yeah, he puts wow. it out. He puts it out the night before, and he apparently was oh, very upset. No. So, so I'd come back and thought, someone's left me out a kebab meat and chips uh, bowl. That's that's useful. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is obviously for me. Yeah. So this is my first night out in Asia, but I was in bed by half twelve. All right. Well, I'm really, really glad that you got to have a night out. I did it, speak to some women. Fun. I just can't remember, you know, they probably just walked off. Well, that's a bit <laughs> of a breakthrough that you were out talking to some humans. Yeah, I spoke, I spoke to real humans. Yeah. That's good. It's like, a, it's like a trial run for the speed dating. But I think when we do eventually get you on the speed dating, we'll probably won't send you after having four <laughs> cans of Stella. That, that would be excessive pre-drinks. I don't think that's the plan, is it? I think we'll, we'll get you more in the zone. I survived. I didn't make too much of an arse of myself. Um, so I think I did quite well. I did quite well on that amount of beer after that much of a break. But I think less. Less is more, especially on a All day. Right. I can't imagine. <laughs> well, to end this bit, what we'll do is we'll say, if anyone listening chatted to Mark on that night out and you were of the female variety, do let us know because he's not really sure whether he's been chatting to you or not. So, yeah, get in touch. Yeah. Mm. Now, I have got a bit of news about Marcus. He's not on this week because he's travelling today, but I have tweaked his jingle, which I think you'll (laughs) find amusing. Don't say that again. (laughs) (laughs) Play Marcus's jingle. Oh, the new one. I'm trying to remember what we've... It's been renamed... Oh, yeah, I know. Right. His name is Marcus, and he's a drummer. He lives in a van, but it's not a bummer. We're going to call him and find out where he's at. Yeah. There you go. I've added the sound of a kitchen falling down inside your house when you're driving down the motorway. Yeah, it's it's quite similar to the old jingle, I notice. Um, it's exactly the same, I just it, put that on the end. It, oh, right, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was halfway through my mind palace to come to that conclusion, but yeah. So he's not on, but yeah. I really wanted to play that because I was very pleased with it. <laughs> I also like the idea of Marcus hearing it and going, it's not funny. Well, absolutely you know, it's not wankers. funny, I broke my Ikea kitchen. But what I did also want to say was, next time we speak to Marcus, uh-huh. hopefully be on one of the next pods... I'm not 100% sure which date yet. But when we next talk to him, we are going to put van names to him. And we've had loads in already. So there's still time is what I'm saying. If you want to send your idea for a name 
for Marcus's new van. If you look on the social medias, you'll see some pictures of Marcus with the new van. It's a Mercedes. It's white. It's massive. And we'll put them to him. And mm. also, there's been a little bit of show planning going on behind the scenes. I know you know a bit about this, Mark, but the very latest with Marcus is we've got this new idea mm-hmm. where we're going to see... It's kind of a challenge. It's a bit like Challenge Annika. We're going to see if Marcus can get himself onto someone else's actual Wi-Fi in the future when we get him on. Any so reason? it works, basically. Yeah, so it bloody works. <laughs> so and I don't have to spend eight hours stitching together footage of Marcus yeah. until... Yeah, I've got your back, man. In the I morning. Said to Marcus, we like calling you up, but you're going to have to find some sort of way of making it flipping work. So mm-hmm. the new plan is going to try and see if he can, by hook or by crook, blag his way onto someone else's Wi-Fi. And then I had an extended thought, which was I said to him, if you do manage to do that, so say for example, let's just say he's like, I don't know, he's near a shop or mm. a cafe and they've got Wi-Fi. Mm. If he can go in and say, can I use your Wi-Fi for half an hour so that I can be on this podcast? And they say, yeah, that's cool. I said, go one step further and see if you can get someone that works there to be on the podcast as a kind of mini guest. Oh, so when, yeah, we, when yeah. Marcus comes to us, he's got someone with him from right. the establishment. yeah. And it could be anything, you know, it yeah. could be he goes to a National Trust tea room and he yeah. uses their Wi-Fi and he's got Doris, who's worked there for 40 years selling yeah. tea and scones. Do you say scone or scones? I, I've been led. You're leading the witness here. I cannot think. I'd have to do it naturally without... Because now I'm know. thinking what about it and order? I have no idea what I'd say. All right, well, anyway, that's scone, the vibe. I think it's probably a scone. Good, otherwise we have to stop doing the podcast with you. Okay. <laughs> I'd be scared. So that's the vibe. Can it be done? We will see. But trying to call him in the van, as we all saw last week, didn't work. So I'm excited. I'm hoping that, you know, he goes to Blackpool and he's at the top of the tower using the Wi-Fi of the guy that turns the lights on for the illuminations. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, 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 stop. Johnny. <laughs> Do you think that the switch for the illuminations yes. is at the fucking top of the tower? I'm not saying it's there, but like <laughs> maybe a guy, maybe there's a guy that like lives That's where in the he tower. lives. He lives yeah. in the tower. Maybe he lives in the tower. He's got great Wi-Fi because he's got that <laughs> massive tower to provide the signal. And <laughs> yeah. we get to meet him. You get the vibe, right? I you mean, know what I'm saying? I really hope that's on the agenda because... That's that's a that's a huge win for just broadcasting in general. Just it a, is on the agenda. As an interest piece. Um, it's on the agenda and it's all over to Marcus now. So he couldn't do it today because he's moving around. Yeah. And he hasn't got time to do it, to go and find it and, and ask the person. He's in transit. But he's promised he will do it in the future. He better do it, otherwise he won't be back on the pod. And we want him back on the pod because he's part of the team, right? He's part of the yeah. gang. So that's the plan with Marcus. Now, we're going to go shortly, Mark. But before we go... Mm-hmm. Have you got any shows coming up this week? You got any gigs this week? No, you see, yeah. I, I, I'm, I've I've been cancelled. I've I've been cancelled, Johnny, for like the last two weeks. I had a gap, and then I've got absolute mentalness. I've got. But have you got anything this week? This week, no. Next week, tramlines weekend. Week after that is rock and blues custom bike show so that's i'll be out wednesday to 
Sunday or Monday for that. Following week is Riverside Festival. Riverside. Like okay. This, the I'm thing just trying do. to work out if you're going to do Nottingham. anything between now and the next podcast. And then I'm on Glowworm, which is that kids festival thing. So oh, okay, cool. Now and the next... So it might be you've been to a fest when we next chat. Oh, yeah. I mean, I might have... I might have been somewhere, yeah. And guess where I'll be? I don't know, Johnny. Where could you possibly be going? (laughs) (laughs) I am going on a cruise to play a cruise. Yeah. So next week, I won't be able to do a normal podcast. But before the listeners all start throwing things out of their cars or at their YouTube screens... Is that a thing? A YouTube screen? It is now. We're going to do a bonus episode. So next week, there will be an episode on Friday. As Uh normal, everybody relax. It's just going to be a special. And we won't tell you what it is yet because it's a secret. Right. Mark doesn't even know, but I know. I know. This is why I was just sat there thinking about this, thinking, "Uh uh-oh, I've not really, I've not inquired about this yet. Yeah, so basically, just to sum that up, Next week will be a bonus episode, but it will come out as normal on the Friday. Then the following Friday, we'll be back to normal. Okay. Yeah. That sounds How's good. How's that? Yeah. I mean, we could try and do the boat thing. We could try and get in touch while I'm on the boat, but in case it fails, we'll have the bonus episode in the Bring bag. Marcus with you on the boat and see if you can no. get someone to borrow some Wi-Fi so that you can do the fuck. I'll definitely have Wi-Fi. I'm, I'm going on a P&O cruise, dude. It's going to have Wi-Fi. It's just whether it's a situation where we can podcast with it, but we'll give mm. it a go. Yeah. We'll, well, give we'll it try a go. and get a segment in at least and we'll stitch it in. Yeah, well, I say we, I mean we'll I. We'll stitch it in. Yeah. Okay. I'm up for that. I'm up for that. I'm going to make a note now. Try and record from the boat there you go it's not las vegas they don't have you doing five shows a day do they up to three a day Ooh. okay but i don't know how many i'll do i will report back on that now look after yourselves until we are back with you worst case you'll have a bonus episode next week let us know your funniest gig moment can include tech if you want to via the social medias and it's goodbye from me johnny awesome it's goodbye from me mark carver and here comes your favorite outro tune ever written by the one and only mr mark carver really need to remix this one something I could make a pitch for around my desk.